Media Plus, the Mac Observer's weekly look at the world of digital media and Apple's place within it. And this week, I'm joined once again by the lovely Kelly Gamont of the Daily Observations podcast. Hey, Kelly. Hi, it's nice to see you. Uh, it's it's nice to see you as we're sitting in the opposite seats. Yes. As normal. Uh, um, spoiler, if you're listening <laughs> to this on a on Tuesday, the 14th of December, the day this show comes out, you might get a double dose of um, Kelly and Charlotte. Because uh, Anyway, we'll see. But today, <laughs> I know that we're going to talk about... I wanted, I wanted you on, basically, because there's something a bit newsy I wanted to talk about. We had, as I was kind of setting up the show on Monday, there was a bit of breaking news. And that is that iOS 15.2 and iPadOS 15.2 is out, along with watchOS 8.3. Mm-hmm. Now, why would you? I'd be mentioning that on a media show. You might wonder. Well, part of iOS and iPadOS 15.2 is the new Apple Music Voice Plan, which, if you remember back at the Unleashed event back in October, yeah, um, which seems like a lifetime ago, but was less than two months ago. <laughs> well, just over two months ago, actually, because it was right yes. at the start of October, wasn't it? Um, but Apple announced this thing, and it's basically a four ninety nine dollars a month plan whereby you can control all of Apple Music just through Siri on Siri-enabled devices. There's some features missing, and we'll get into that. But basically, you can have Apple Music for $4.99 a month, and you just Mm -hmm. talk to it. Yes. We were all a bit confused about it at the time. We discussed our confusion on the Daily Observations podcast (laughs) a couple of times. Um, But now the thing is here, and I... I wanted to talk about it because I suspect lots of people are seeing this update come and hearing about this thing and are still a bit confused about whether they need to buy something new, whether this is a thing that is of use and interest to them and so on. So let's break down, first of all, what the Apple Music Voice plan is, Kelly. Okay. So, So, yeah, go on. The voice plan itself, um, and this is this, I know it sort of sounds weird, but it's... um, access to the entire catalog of what's available in apple music um i want to say they're around like 90 million songs or something like that that's um, what the number they always put in a press release yeah 90 million yeah uh loads of playlists because mm-hmm. they do have uh and and i will say this is one thing that i very much enjoy about apple music is uh the custom playlists for different things like they have some traditional Christmas ones. They have some like more interesting versions of Christmas songs. They have like summer afternoons, like all different kinds of, you know, cocktail hour. They have like loads <laughs> of different playlists that are super fun. Um, Geographical and, ones, the most yeah, popular the, songs in the city you live in, et cetera, et cetera. I love those. Uh, so you get access to all of those playlists and Apple Music Radio mm-hmm. uh, and you get all of that for five dollars a month Mm -hmm. and uh but the the thing about it is that you can't browse basically like you have to talk to your device and that device could be your phone like this could be a phone but pause because i know what you're going to say next and we're going to break down that because i think (laughs) i know the device you're going to suggest this is for and i think you're right but we'll get to it well i was just going to list the like all the devices you can get uh, it's anything Siri enabled. Yeah, you can get it on anything that you can talk to, basically. Uh, so that's uh, most things. Mini. Most things that end in pod. Um, so HomePods, AirPods, yeah. iPhone, uh, and um, via CarPlay. So if like all you ever want to do is say, 
play Christmas music or play my favorites or play my friend's mix, uh, and you never want to like scroll through and look at different things that are available, then for five bucks a month, you can have access to all of that in Apple yes. Music. Uh, uh, and that's your only control mechanism. Is right. That's the most important the point. Yeah. That is the only control mechanism. You can't press a pause button. You can't scroll back and forth with your fingers. I think people did find an accessibility option way of doing it, but it, I think it was... Anyway, basically yeah. you have to have in your head that you never want to physically touch Apple Music, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, uh, there's other features that are not included as well. So for this four ninety nine a month plan, you do not get spatial audio and lossless audio. Mm-hmm. You do not have the lyrics feature, which we right. very much enjoy. I do very much, very, very much enjoy. And you do yeah. not get music videos. Okay. Um, it's also not available in every country. I'm not no. going to spend 10 seconds, 30 seconds of the show la- listing them all, but you might want to check before you sign up that it is available in your country. It is available in the United Kingdom and the United States. Uh, there's some, you know, some, it is available in China, mm-hmm. some major European markets, Australia, New Zealand, Japan. So there's a few, Mexico, most places it is. Like it's in a limited number of places, but it is in major markets. But it's worth make sure you check before you sign up. Um, yes. I, in the show notes is an article which lists all the countries in which it is available. So, first of all, is this the type of thing that would appeal to you? I know the answer to this, but you know, play along with me. Does <laughs> does this four ninety nine plan have value to you, Kelly Gamont? Uh, personally. No. However, I am interested in it because um, I think it might be an avenue for someone like Mr. Kelly, who is not an Apple Music subscriber, uh, but maybe could be because the primary place he listens to it is um, sitting at his desk where there's a HomePod, a HomePod mini sitting on his desk. So uh, it's sitting there because it was a nice horizontal space in the office. And I also use it but he will occasionally listen to my film score playlist on there. So um, him getting to have his own playlist of stuff that would be available through Apple Music might be uh, m- might be an appealing thing uh, for him. And also this may, an, a thing that I think could be valuable with it is um, that kind of, it's only five bucks a month kind mm. of a thing, which is kind of a small number, like compared to the other, monthly services that are available and it may be a good way to uh, reel people in to like full-on apple music so right for five bucks a month you can do the thing try it out i actually like the playlist the curation is good whatever and then um you know convince people to upgrade like i'm having a good experience with it but now i want to be able to browse and i want to see the other things that are available so i'm going to pay extra so that was my, when I first heard about it, that was my initial assessment. It basically doesn't cost Apple very much to make this thing because it already has the service running. Yes, mm-hmm. obviously engineers and whatever had to make the thing work, but right, it's, it's not cost-free, but it's not a very expensive thing for Apple to make happen um, as part of the development of an overall uh, iOS. Yeah. Uh, and then it might encourage people to see that they like uh, Apple Music and buy a more expensive tier of it, or even even better, buy an Apple One bundle. Mm-hmm. Maybe that was my initial assessment. And then when they discussed this on Geek Gab, 
John F. Bourne kind of doubled down in the first bit of what you were saying. As I understand it, you know, he was basically saying this is kind of for HomePod mini users and indeed the kind of users you're describing, like Mm -hmm. Mr. Kelly. Yes. Which is people who don't really use Apple Music on a phone or iPad or Mac, but care about it, just want to shout, play this song. Yeah. And their real only real interaction with Apple Music is something like the HomePod Mini. And that right. suddenly, when I heard that put forward, that made a lot more sense to me. Yeah, and I think it could also make a good, um, you know, it's it's nice that they're rolling out, rolling it out in mid-December, because I think uh, this would be a good follow-on gift. So if somebody were mm. uh, coordinating gift giving for somebody, like I got them a HomePod, you can get them a year of this voice-only plan. Um, we've seen Apple do really well at handling moving subscriptions back and forth. So like if you bought somebody a year of voice only, then, you know, the remainder would get re you know, three months in somebody decides I want to upgrade to the real one. You know, they can apply the, the remainder to part of the subscription or, you know, it gets refunded and you get upgraded to the new plan or whatever. And they've, they've been pretty good at being able to make those adjustments over time. So I think it'll be a thing that, um, could be like a nice gift because then somebody's getting a HomePod mini and they're also getting a way to access a bunch of content through it easily. Right. Um, There's another theory as well, which you'll be shocked to know is about data collection. Um, But before we come on to that, uh, I do want to thank our sponsors for today's show, which is BetterHelp. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Check them out at BetterHelp.com dot com slash media plus the best way to think about therapy is through a bunch of analogies we get our cars tuned up to prevent bigger issues down the road you saw that one coming we get annual checkups and go to the gym to maintain physical wellness and prevent injury and disease we do chores regularly some of us to avoid a giant mess of a house Going to therapy is like all of these. It's routine maintenance for your mental and emotional wellness to prevent bigger issues down the road. Going to therapy doesn't mean something's wrong with you. It means you're investing in yourself to keep your mind healthy. BetterHelp is customised online therapy that offers video, phone and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Why invest in everything else and not your mind? This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and Media Plus listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash media plus. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash media plus. Thanks to BetterHelp for sponsoring this show. Right. So let, let's dig in more yeah. to this Apple voice plan and the various theories about why it might exist and who it might appeal to. And why indeed, as I say, why Apple might have put it forward. So Manish Singh over on TechCrunch, when this first came forward, put out another idea that it's basically all about data collection. Apple wants, basically wants more people to use Siri, use Apple Music as a t- way to get people using Siri more so it can understand accents better. I like that theory. It's a pretty good theory, right? Yeah. There's a um 
one of the things that I have found in talking to other people about uh, using the assistant for that sort of thing is that um, uh, it doesn't, in some cases, it doesn't take very much of an accent to really trip her up, like on a mm -hmm. fundamental level. So anything that can help refine that would be good. And particularly with like artist names and song titles and things like that, like if you can tell her to play Man of Action by Matthew Good, you know, whatever, then uh, having enough people, you know, because there, I don't remember, there was something I used to ask her to do that she always interpreted as play Duran Duran. And I don't remember what it was. <laughs> it was something and that you asked had to nothing play Duran to do. Duran. Stop lying to us. Oh, no, I ask her that all the time. But, but there was point. something else that I asked her that she also decided, no, no, I know what you're asking me to do, but what you really want is to play Duran Duran, which is kind of always true, true. to be fair. I mean, was she lying? I She kind, only kind of. Um, only because, like, my go-to would be Wham instead of Duran Duran most of the time. time. I mean, that's it depends. That's a, that, this is a, that's a separate podcast. We'll talk about that later. But, uh, yeah. We're going to Whamageddon a load of people. <laughs> I'm so I can't tell you how tempted I am to say it and get everyone's devices playing it but I'm going to behave um, yeah so we've got this voice plan I will be interested to see in a year or six months what the take up of this is like or to your earliest point if we ever hear about it again that was going to be my question is uh, whether it's um, the next earnings call uh maybe or maybe not um the one we get in january mm. uh but uh the next one which would be like um uh april i think uh like the one that we get yeah, in, yeah, in yeah. late kind of april cute. once yeah once there's been a a an entire quarter of it being available and people being able to try it out um it may be something that rates a mention in a call it may be something that we hear about at uh wwdc next year depending oh, on yes you know, um, like here's other features that have come to it or, uh, you know, we've got some other voice plan now too, where well, you can do a thing. Right. You know, Apple news voice, you know, um, well, that's an interesting one. Let, let's pause on that little bit of wild <laughs> speculation because increasingly there are things, uh, you know, Amazon has an offering and there are offerings where people get news read to them as audio headlines. Yes. And Apple really hasn't del delved into that yet, but obviously no. for, could very easily do so with Siri, with voice plans, with Apple News. Mm -hmm. there, there is a way there. Um, do you think that could be the next thing, like an expansion of Apple News voice, if you like? I, I, I like to think that that would be the case mostly because I think... Um, I think that that News Plus is probably not doing it for Apple, just in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, maybe not. So we should reiterate that there is Apple News today, which is exactly what we're talking about. Yes. Um, which is a kind of audio news feed. Um, but it's pretty, it's not really widely used it's not really widely promoted it's not really w rolled out widely there's there's huge room for expansion within that 
Yeah. And there could be uh, more room for uh, the thing that Apple Music does really well, which is curation. And, uh, you know, this is like, I liked hearing this story. I didn't like hearing this story and fine tuning that newsfeed to be things that you are interested in. Mm -hmm. So something like that might also be uh, something that that uh, could expand that that could expand out a little bit more into Apple, you know, um, a voice plan sort of thing. Yeah. The only my only question to that is obviously Apple. So Apple News Today is part of Apple News Plus for mm-hmm. some users. Yeah. Um, but of Apple Music Voice Plan is giving you almost all of Apple Music, certainly all the content, if not all the features. Yes. Um, and it's you know, Apple News Today, the voice thing, is only available in English in the US. Again, mm-hmm. not true of Apple one that gives lots of room for expansion, but also right. Apple Music Voice is much a broad, it's a much broader offering. Okay. Um, and I, I just don't know if w- there's a complete through line of you want to just shout at your HomePod, uh, the S lady, to play <laughs> a certain song. Yes. Therefore, you also want to sh- get your news headlines that way and not read the articles. Well, I think it could be something that helps Apple integrate the habit into people's lives. Mm -hmm. Like now you can also get the news every morning, ask the lady what the headlines are and she'll tell you, you know, that kind of thing. Um, I know that's something that uh, the echo devices can do. Yes. But in order to do that, you have to install the thing. So if you want BBC headlines, you have to install the BBC skill. If you want NPR headlines, you have to install the NPR skill so that, and then you can ask when you ask like what the headlines are, then it gives you whatever news sources you have predetermined. So having um, having a HomePod mini that you can just ask, like, what are the headlines today and have it rattle off a few things. And then you have the option of having two of those read to you while you brush your teeth or eat your breakfast or whatever you're doing in the morning. Uh, that might be a thing that Apple might find some appeal in. I'm not, I'm not yeah, sure, but I, I think users could, I, I just wonder if they can, build out a whole separate payment plan for it. Whereas I can see how you can build out a separate payment plan in the music space. Yeah. I don't, I think it would just be something that would maybe add a little bit of value and could cause people to interact more, which if yeah. what they want is that the accents and things, um, you know, for more uh, voice profiles to be able to yeah. answer people everywhere more accurately that might be uh, an easy way to do that is like give another thing that you can ask of yeah, the no, it in the morning. Is. so i mean it's worth remembering if you've uh, if you bought someone in your life a little home pod mini or something for uh for christmas you can remind them that they can just get this and they go oh but i you know i don't know how to use it or you can remind them there's this plan or as kelly suggested you can buy them a year's subscription as well as part of their present um you do get three months free trial as well of the apple music voice plan um i'm kind of tempted to try out i've obviously got an app full fat apple music subscription as part Mm -hmm. of an apple one bundle uh i'm kind of tempted to just try and use apple music only using my voice for a few weeks and see what happens or like even a few days i'm curious how that would go I think it might drive me mad. <laughs> I could see that. And yet, 
the things I will do for the Mac Observer. I'm tempted. I'm not going to lie. It would definitely be interesting. Um, I I use it. I would say about fifty fifty. Um, because I interact okay, with the so HomePod. you actually do regularly talk. You oh, yeah. control up and yeah. use it with Siri. Okay. Yeah, no, I, you see, I don't. Yeah, I have one in the kitchen, so I use it. I um, I mean, most of the time it's like one of three things. Uh, you know, play my favorites, mm-hmm. or well, shuffle my favorites mix, shuffle my friends mix, or shuffle the new music mix. Uh, mm-hmm. those are the ones that I tell her the most. Uh, when I'm in the kitchen, and then I have music playing while I'm doing whatever I'm doing in the kitchen. Sure. So, um, but do you yeah, then uh, do you use it on your phone? Oh yeah, with AirPods. I mean, yeah. sorry actually talking not just controlling it and browsing uh sometimes um See, this less often on my way. phone because i have my phone in my hand and so right I'm like, open music uh, which list do i want okay yeah. that which one which artist do i want to listen to yeah that that's where i am i most i do occasionally shout at my echo dot in my bedroom to play us it's connected to apple music and i do occasionally shout at it to play a certain song through apple music or an album or whatever and that works fine but obviously not relevant to the apple music voice plan um i i very rarely use the s lady to play music on either my mac or my phone okay um i do interact on my computer regularly because uh, I like to listen to instrumental music during the day while I'm working so that I'm not just sitting yeah, in silence. So, uh, so on I my Mac, control I will interact the, with it there. I would control that using a keyboard though. Yeah. I my do keyboard too. mode. Right. This yeah. is my point. So this is exactly my point that they're not the main device. You might use it on your, I can see you using it on your phone and definitely a HomePod mini. Yeah. Um, but I find it harder to see how you would, like I think the use is limited on the phone and might actually mm-hmm. become quite frustrating. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, because because I wonder, basically, like my first thought on this when they said it was available on the iPhone was like, that's great, but how how does it tell you like your Apple Music plan won't do this in a way so that you know what you should be doing instead. Like if you, mm. you know, how is it going to fail for you? So if you're trying to scroll through a playlist or something and you want to play, but you only have the voice plan, how is that going to work? Like, is it going to, will it give you exactly. an error message and say you have to tell her? Because sometimes Apple's not great at error messages. Mm. And so it may not be clear. And that's like, that was the first thing I worried about when they were like, you can use it on your iPhone. I'm like, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> but that was my initial instinct. And then we had these theories of it's really not for just people who are iPhone users and mm-hmm. also the whole data collection accent uh, yeah. collection point. Here's really to finish up the conversation, my question for you. Do you think there is a significant number of people, you've named some personal examples to you where you can see it being used, but mm-hmm. is this going to drive people from Apple Music to Spotify Sorry, from Spotify to Apple Music. I mean, it might do the other way. But um, <laughs> is someone going to go, uh, I'm a bit fed up with Spotify. I've got these Apple devices. I can get Apple Music, for all the same songs for cheaper. I just have to talk. Do you think that is going to be a decision-making process that people make? I'm still unconvinced. 
I think, well, obviously it's going to depend how well you like Duran Duran, right? <laughs> so there's that. But, <laughs> but aside from that, um, I, I, I think it could, but I think it would depend on like, are you paying, what are you paying for Spotify now? If you're a $5 a month, I don't know if you can be a $5 a month Spotify user. I don't think um, so. But if you if you could, then you could be a maybe. free Spotify user. Yes, I am currently a free Spotify user, um, and I don't I don't use it much, and I didn't use it much before I was an Apple Music subscriber. Right. To be fair, um, so I think I think it's possible uh, that somebody could go from a, from definitely from a ten dollar a month user to a five ten dollar a month Spotify user to a five dollar a month. Uh, voice user depending on 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 their use case like I think if you had a if you were a primarily using it on your phone it would be weird but if you had a HomePod mini I think that a lot of HomePod users probably would because they're like this is what I do with it most of the time now so I might as and well then just... if you could also use it on your phone well so be yeah it. that's cool yeah and I think so I think there's maybe a market for it there I'm I think this will be an interesting conversation after it's been out a little while mm. in the real world for people to get a hold of and see how it works and uh, what comes from that. Mm. Cause I think like if people get it as a Christmas gift or, um, you know, or uh, try it out on a home pod because they get it, you know, you can get the trial of it and try it out and decide that they like it. Um, I, I think after, the public at large has had an opportunity to put some miles on it. It would be interesting to see where that goes. Um, I think it's definitely possible that people could go from $10 a month user, Spotify users uh, to $5 a month voice users, particularly if they're people who are doing it on their home pod in the first place. Like I can do it sure. without having to go through the Spotify gyration. That might be better. Right. You, know, yeah. you might like, actually, it might, for it some most. users, it might smooth out the listening process. Well, yeah. when we get those, that real world data, hopefully. Um, and when we, <laughs> or maybe when we don't, and we know what that indicates sometimes with yeah. Apple, uh, I look forward to having you back on the show to discuss it. Kelly, good one. Thank you so much for joining me. Make sure you keep up with Kelly on the Daily Observations podcast. Thank you so much for listening to Media Plus. Do share and subscribe if you enjoy it. And I'll see you next week. <laughs>